and Vanessa, and this is Shit, Shit on, on the, the table. table. I love that we could just do it now. It's just so, yeah. Effortless. Yeah, it's so perfect. I noticed um, from our last podcast how we could like, or at least for me, it's just like I get into this little, not necessarily character, but now it's become a lot easier to talk on the microphone. Oh, there's less anxiety. Yeah. You're like... I'm actually picturing people that I'm talking to, so it makes it kind of easier as if I'm having a conversation with our listeners. (coughs) But you're the only one that responds. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay. Yeah. So this is like a different night that we're recording on. Usually we record on Sunday nights, but someone was dying. I had the flu. I know. I had the flu so bad. I had to reschedule all my appointments. You know, I took a page from your book and, like, Chuck NyQuil, like I was Little Wayne. and Yeah. I was out for... <sighs> I'm still recovering, but I've been out. I haven't been able to go to the gym or, like, I'm so sore. My body's so sore. I feel like I got hit by a truck, but, like, yeah. I'm functional. So... For sure. Yeah. It was rough. I haven't gotten sick, that sick in a long, very long time. Yeah. So. No, for sure. Like, I think you were down for, like, three days. That's exactly, like, how it felt. Yeah, I know. Okay, so we had um, an impromptu guest on, what day was that? Friday. Friday. So... I had, Thursday night was a rough night for me and my family because my husband was sick and I had worked out really hard that day and I had taken some pre-workout a little too late at night. So my husband was sick. I was a little weird and I didn't get any sleep. So I called out of work and then we had an impromptu guest. So I had already called out of work for Friday. Mm -hmm. So then even though towards the end of the night, I was like kind of, and I had just recovered from a cold. Yeah. So it was it was a really shitty week prior that week. And then I recovered from the cold. And then I'm thinking, you know, Thursday, Friday are good days. But they weren't. And then Saturday rolled around. I worked. And I worked really hard. And I had taken like um like a painkiller. Not a painkiller, but like an ibuprofen 800 that I got from like a pregnancy from like ever ago. Mm-hmm. And... It wore off in the middle of the day, and I started thinking that it was just my body shutting down from, like, the past few days of not getting sleep, and I started getting these really weird pains, and then my mom was watching my kids that day, or she comes over that day so she can watch them for Sunday and Monday, and she was looking at me. She's like, I think you're getting sick. (laughs) Not only was she looking at me funny, then my kids started acting funny, and then Sunday rolled around and I fucking hit a wall that just like bore down on me. I had the shakes. I was chilly. I was hot. It was awful. And then like I'm on my way to work. My first appointment on Sunday is at eight Mm o'clock and I was on my way to work. I had my husband driving me because I was not feeling good. I was and I had a full day. I had like eight dogs. I had a full day and I was like, okay, I can't do this. I rescheduled everybody right then and there on my way to work. Yeah. Everybody was chill because what Mm -hmm. are they going to do? But you're sick. You're sick. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that whole day I slept 
And then my daughter slept. My one-year-old slept with me the whole day. We were up four hours out of the day to kind of eat. And even then, she wasn't even moving from my lap. And then my husband, who wasn't sick, took advantage of the fact that he just got to sleep. So he slept all day, too. (sighs) So everybody was just sleeping all day, which was good for us. And, you know, and then I went to work on Monday, which was rough. Because I was still sick. But I got through it. Man. Yeah. And then the week prior, one of my seniors sadly passed away. The mother was hinting at the fact. I mean, the dog was 14 or 13 years old, Tibetan Terrier, Mm -hmm. 13 or 14. And um, he was having issues at night. Okay, he's a screamer. He screams almost the entire time. Okay. But he's always done it, too. Yeah. I have issues because even when... We had our consultation. She was like, okay, he screams the entire groom. She was saying that to you? To me. Uh Uh-huh. And she's like, you're not killing him, even though he probably is dying. But you're (laughs) not killing him. You're not the only person trying to kill him right now. (laughs) Yeah, like, he thinks everything's going to kill him. Yeah. So she, like, I mean, she comes in. And she's so stressed because she hates taking him in the car because that's when he starts screaming and he doesn't stop. Oh, my he God. Does, he does stop. Even if he's going somewhere fun? Like, he just screams? I, yeah, no, he just has, he's just always been that way, I guess. I don't know. Even when he was younger and, like, more virile, he was just, like, always screaming all the time. Oh and I God. mean, I have to wear, like, ear protection the whole time he's there. Oh, my so, God. So, yeah. And it's like, it was scary the first time because, you know, I'm yeah, like, you think you're gonna- I'm expecting it, but it's like, I'm still feel like I'm killing this dog. Yeah. And then over time, like, I got it to where I figured out after the bath, just hold him really tight. Because he will scream throughout the whole bath no matter what I do, no matter how I make the water, no matter if I get uh, my senior bath out, it just no matter what I do, he screams throughout the whole thing. And I make it as quick, as soothing as possible, and then I roll him up, burrito him, and... um <clears throat> When I dry him, I used to dry him on the floor, mm-hmm. and he would scream for that. I always give him a break in between, but he would scream for that. But I noticed that if I have this little pen, and it's a very small pen, mm-hmm. and if I put the hot um, fluff dryer on him, you know, yeah. he stops screaming. He just kind of puts himself really still, and he just sits underneath the air. Which is nice. Maybe so, it's soothing for him. It it's very it's very warm and it's and it's um very quiet and it he's deaf so it doesn't matter if it's blasting him. Yeah. It's just he'll still keep screaming. So anyway, he he I guess he seized up mm. um a week a week and a half ago and she texts me so I should be seeing her in about a week, this upcoming week. Does she have another dog already? She has two. No, it's two dogs, and I, I uh, trim her cat's nails. Oh. So, um, I don't even, like, I'm going to give them a little gift bag, you yeah. know? I always do, um, when I have dogs pass away and they still have the same, like, I still have to go to the same household because oh. they have other dogs, I go down to Vaughn's, and they have these really cute plants that are in their own little terrarium. Mm-hmm. I think they're like 15 bucks. And I like my clients have loved them. And I just get them like a little card. And then this plant. Because I like to give something living after yeah. the loss of life. Instead yeah. of buying flowers that just die. 
Yeah. What so, kind of plant do you give? It's a, uh, it's just like a succulent. So they'll put different succulents in there. Oh, okay. okay. And it's like this really cute glass globe with like a little entrance in it. And mm-hmm. they put rocks, a little bit of soil, and then the succulent. And they can hang it or place it on a table. They could put do whatever they want with it. And it's actually really modern looking. It's really nice. Yeah, I might do that, a little plant. I was just going to get like the other dogs some toys and some treats. Mm-hmm. That's cute, too. Um, that's a good idea. I don't know if, if he likes toys or not, but it's just something to comfort him. Yeah. And most people, like, don't go through the grieving process with their dogs. No. You know, and it's like, yeah. it's it's really hard for us to understand, like, you need to get rid of all the shit yeah. <laughs> that your dog leaves behind. Yeah. You know, it's just like, so the dog that's there isn't constantly reminded. reminded. Yeah. Yeah, that was hard for me. I'm oh, sure it was t- hard for you, too. It wasn't, only because I didn't want to stress out Nala. Because when our first dog passed away, mm-hmm. that hit her so hard. And it was so hard for my husband to get rid of the bed that was full of disgusting juices from my dog. Like, basically just puking and shitting herself. Mm-hmm. And he cleaned it off, but it was it's still gross. But yeah. it was really hard for him to get rid of the bed, and so my dog was always constantly because the it's the scents are still there, yeah. you know. So yeah. it's just like, well, where's my friend? I smell her. She should but be here, but I can't she? find her. Yeah. So my little dog, we didn't think it would hit her as hard as it did. It did, and then with Captain, my other senior dog who passed away um, last year, we just. The things that he held on to, we got rid of pretty quickly. Yeah. And we the things that we wanted to save, we just put it in storage right away. Yeah. So. And yeah. just clean the house. That's what I did, too. I honestly, I didn't keep much. I ended up just getting rid of all of it. That's just the way I am, though. It, it, it's, it doesn't... Yeah, it's... Same here. Like, I got the memories. Yeah, I... Well, and I just, it's a reminder. It's hard enough having her ashes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't have the ashes in my dogs. <laughs> I have to have her ashes, but it, it's hard. I would prefer to bury animals. Like, I want to bury animals, but it's like, there's nowhere to bury them out here unless yes, you there get, is. unless you get like a really expensive plot. Yeah. You know, like, if you're in the country or if you're anywhere else, you can bury them in your backyard. Yeah. As long as it's deep enough. Yeah. But out here, I don't think it's legal. No, it's not. It's not. Cause <laughs> well, and we're so transient. Moving from house to house, someone's going to just be gardening and be like, oh, my God, what is this? Or do you, like your friend. Oh, my uh, God. And very. Okay. And very. So my friend had this almost 20-year-old cat that passed away. And then she went to her father's house where the cat spent a lot of its time at. And she buried it in the backyard. Well... He was, like, about to sell the house, so she went back to the house, unburied, (laughs) exhumed her cat's corpse up, (laughs) and it's just hanging out somewhere in her house. In Vegas, it become... It It mummified. It doesn't... We don't... It didn't... We don't have the elements that actually, like, decompose things. Mm-mm. The elements that we have. Clay. Yeah. The things that, it's so hot here, it just kind of jerkies whatever it is. So, it, it she became Mummified a cat, a cat mummy. Yeah. Skin. 
Yeah. Because there's so. no, like, there's no, we don't have soil. No, we don't have soil. We, do we don't have, have worms. Soil. We don't have bugs that eat us. We have animals that can eat us, but, I mean, in a, in like, a long-term this, way. In, in a neighborhood, <laughs> suburban neighborhood, it's not going to happen, so. No. <laughs> so, no. there you go. <laughs> it, <laughs> Yeah. She's still hanging out with that cat somewhere. Um, but yeah, uh, back to this week. It was just kind of rough. And now we're here on a different day at 10.06 p.m. Drinking turmeric lattes. Yeah, they're okay. But turmeric is really good for inflammation. And it's really good for the skin, too. I don't doubt that. I don't doubt that at all. I just was like. Where's the caffeine? I don't have caffeine <laughs> I, in my house. I, I drink. Don't. You make fun of me because I drink decaf coffee. Well, Why yeah, I'm I? gonna make fun of decaf coffee. I like. I can understand not having caffeine in your house because you just don't like stimulants, which is fine. But like, okay, why yeah, would you get coffee and then get a decaf? And you're not the first person in my life tasty. that gets decaf coffee because they like the taste of coffee. But I just. <laughs> I can give you some pre-workout. No, that'll fuck me up more. Yeah, it will. So. Yeah, it will. But, I don't know. My life this week was such a blur. Like, just stressing out about life, like what I always do. Like, that's just me. And I feel like I stressed a lot this week. You definitely did. I felt like you were, like, blowing up my phone a lot more, like, blah, 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 blah. Well, because I think the closer we're getting to Pasadena. Yeah. And, like, I feel so bad for our photographer because she's, bless her heart, is trying to deal with me and trying to get the stuff done. And we definitely, I think, need to. And then the T-shirt lady and oh yeah it's it's really really stressful i think we've learned our lesson in the fact that we need to start things earlier (laughs) you know what i think we i think if you look at it if it i if you look at it worked perfectly we would would be be fine fine. yeah but but it was just like it was just external elements it's like not, it's, it's all ex- it's all external elements or or that's it that's all it is that's, it is it definitely is it's nothing that we can control that's why I'm seeing that we bring like such not negativity but we just have like this aura that is surrounding us that just fuck shit up that like we should just start things early because we know we're gonna get bumps in the road. You know what I mean? Well, I think that's life. And I think... I don't know. Harvey (laughs) doesn't really get bumps in his road. I fucking hate Harvey. You know what? He just got a new job. He barely even interviewed for it, dude. Barely fucking interviewed for it. And he got the job. We've already had this discussion. (laughs) (laughs) How spoiled rotten your husband is. Life is like a box of chocolates. He already knows what he's getting. Right? <laughs> He's like, these are not chocolate-covered cherries. Fuck that. These are all caramels. And they turn into caramels. <laughs> like, he just barely it's waves like, a wand. He's like, ooh, nougat. Yeah, right? <laughs> I'm just like, I can't. But so, like, definitely I felt bad. Like, I'm thinking to myself, I'm definitely going to text Vanessa about something normal. And then I'm like, no, I need to text her about Pasadena. <laughs> I was like, fuck that normal shit. We could be normal friends after Pasadena. But, like, 
It definitely is stressing out a lot more. It is. It is something that is very new to us, and we're just, we're learning as we're going. Yeah. But, but we're still doing these things. Like, we're still getting it. We're still getting it done. And so it's kind of, it's kind of exciting to see us, like, take, I don't know, like, we're, we're still elevating ourselves. Yeah. So it's still kind of cool. Like, we gotta, and- we gotta take a step back and realize why are you stressing other people out? Or why are you stressing <laughs> your best friend out? Oh, because we're just elevating ourselves. Yeah. So it's like kind of okay. So now when I text you about stress stuff, I'm like, I'm elevating you. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely like, elevating Like once you. you look at the, like if you look at it on the outside, I know I'm really tired and this is starting to sound kind of weird, but when you look at it from the outside, we're, you know. Yeah. We're cool. elevating. We're elevating. So the next time you need to text your best friend or your business partner or an employee about something stressful, be like, I am elevating you. <laughs> <laughs> that is exactly what I'm doing. I'm about to elevate this shit out of you. Yeah, this is this, this is good. It is. So today I had my really long day um, and I was going over just like a little, um, what are they called? Like a bump or potholes. That's what it is. Like a little pothole. I went over a pothole today and pinched my fucking neck. (laughs) Oh my God, I almost peed myself. I was like, ow. Like I didn't even move. You were like, I got whiplash. I did. I was like, what the fuck? I started laughing. I was like, I can't even believe that happened. I'm like, this is what it's like to be a groomer. Like my whole body was just throbbing in pain. And then this stupid pothole was like, hey, and like literally pinched my neck. Yeah. I'm like, how the fuck? No, I like, I got, okay, so I guess after you have a baby, right? Mm-hmm. There's a hormone that's, um, that your hormones are so like strange, right? But even after you have a baby, after, mm-hmm. for a long period of time, the hormones that are c- continually fluctuating in your body are making your spine still loose. So it still like is, like loosening up your spine and so I could not figure out like why I kept throwing my back out doing nothing (laughs) after I had a baby like the baby's out there's no weight in there to kill me but my uh chiropractor was like yeah it's just because you had a baby I mean for almost like nine months you could get you could throw your back out easily and I was like are you fucking kidding me we're supposed to carry this motherfucker around yeah (laughs) so like I brush my teeth and throw my back out Hmm. That sounds about right, though, and I didn't have a baby. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's just like having a... So what you're telling me is after I have a baby, I'll oh, just be you're paralyzed. Fucked. <laughs> you're so fucked. Yeah, oh having a groomer body and then... Yeah, and then, like, having a baby. That has to be the worst. How do... Like, how are all these groomers not paraplegics? <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't, I don't understand. Uh, I'm part of a pregnancy group for... For groomers, I'm, I've never had a kid, but I'm trying to have one. <laughs> so I'm like, I might as well just be preemptive and join a group. That's probably sh- going to stress you out hearing all the horror stories, too. I like to fill my life with stressors. <laughs> <laughs> Unnecessary stressors. I do. And, you know, I should bring this up with my therapist because I do stress <laughs> a lot. 
<coughs> she told me one time, she's like, yeah, you know, you can live life without anxiety. And I was like, wow. <laughs> What's that like? <laughs> I definitely live my life with anxiety, but I feel like I deal with anxiety d- differently than most people. And it makes my husband angry, and sometimes it makes you angry. Because mm-hmm. you think I'm not processing things, but I am. I just deal with it differently. Yeah, And you're, you're like, how are you so calm? Yeah. I'm around, like, I'm... I'm around all these people that are so calm. And then me, I'm just like spazzy and neurotic. I'm, what kind of, I'd be like a chihuahua. You'd be like a chihuahua? (laughs) I would be the chihuahua of the group, just shaking constantly. Or like a German shepherd. You have nice hair. Yeah. No, not really. Because like when a German shepherd puts their mind to something, then the neuroses kind of goes away. Or it doesn't. They just can finish they're just really yeah really driven so there you go you're just like you're a german shepherd you're neurotic i'm a long-haired german shepherd. you're a long-haired german <laughs> shepherd okay so let's talk about pasadena yay so we are super fucking stoked for pasadena oh let's backtrack let's say hello to like all the new people because since we've been posting about pasadena We've been getting a well. We've got a lot more foot traffic. Yeah, on the face space and the Instagrams. So hello. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, so we're going to Pasadena, and this is our first convention that we're going to out of state for both of us. Yeah, this will be our first Barkley our uh, Barkley Expo. Barkley, Barkley. Yeah, it'll be our first Barkley produced show. Um, and I've. We have heard from Barkley Insiders that it is super smooth. It's a smaller show, expo, and... But it's very well organized. Well organized. Um, the speakers are... Highly intelligent. Well, yeah. <laughs> and, you know... They're the best. So, yeah. So, I guess that's why, like, Barclays are a little bit smaller, but they're all over the place, and I guess they're tons of fun. So... Yeah. I'm pretty hyped. I am, too. And like, we're... Go ahead. Yeah. Like, I'm really <laughs> excited. Like, I don't even know what to do with myself. Uh, uh, uh. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm pretty excited for... For us going together as shit on the table. Our badges aren't gonna say shit on the table, but we, we can are get it, going. we can probably get it changed. Yeah. So. Maybe. But we're going in the mindset and physically as shit on the table. For which sure. Is super exciting to me. Super exciting. So here's the thing, guys. You're gonna get this right before we're going into Pasadena. So it'll be out that week that we're all going to Pasadena. And you guys are all going with us, of course. Mm-hmm. This is our road trip and episode for you guys. I want to know there was a couple photos that we took. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just our creative humor that um, pushed us to take these promotional photos and in a style that is reminiscent of. Um, 80s glamour shots. What I call it is two hardworking women of the 80s who have been three times divorced. For sure. <laughs> so you saw those beautiful outfits that we wore. 
And I came up with the idea. I was like, oh, man, we should totally wear these to the expo. Oh, my God. And (laughs) Vanessa hates the idea, but she loves the idea at the same time. Because let me tell you, her attitude and her (laughs) suit, she feels very powerful. I do. I feel like a CEO. (laughs) (laughs) So let us know the first day that we show up, should we wear our power suits. Yeah. We'll we'll post a, the question too on the on the onlines, on the interwebs. But like should we wear them or should we not wear them on the first day? I mean, you'll definitely know it's us if we don't wear them because we have, you know, it's it's unmistakable like how obnoxious we are. So, um <clears throat> but all you have to do is just hear someone hassling a vendor. oh man i'm such a cynic anyway so yeah just let us know what you just follow the the line of vendors crying from each (laughs) booth and you'll know you're getting close (laughs) i can't wait for it now she's gonna walk out of one of her classes and be like i just got out of this class so what can you tell me about this does this product have that will it help seniors in any way (laughs) <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Okay, girl. Okay. So, let's talk about the classes that we're going to take. Okay. I'm um, excited. Um, So, I'm taking only two classes this year. Um, I'm doing Brand Is Your Business by Joey Bilani. Um, and the description is, most professional groomers know how to groom, and they have some business skills. Um, But there are certain aspects that are always left on the table and usually are the most important. This seminar will help you figure out your target audience and make your business become a household brand that everyone in your neighborhood will recognize. I'm really excited about this this class because I've been wanting to take a lot more business classes the last couple years um, to improve upon my own personal business. And then we both are taking the um, geriatric grooming certification class. Yeah, the geriatric. She's taking it because she actually does specialize in seniors. I'm taking it in hopes that I can utilize it more so for dogs with anxiety. Um, Because I never really see anxiety dog classes. So I'm hoping I could get some tips from there. Yeah. And I didn't really want to be by myself. (laughs) (laughs) So this is the geriatric grooming certification. Certificate class by Mindy Dinwiddie. In this program, you will learn to correct products and handling procedures to keep your geriatric safe. Hopefully, every dog groom, every dog we groom, will grow to a ripe old age, and knowing how to properly handle them can mean the difference to your clients. Everyone, everyone attending this class will receive a certif- certificate of completion. And I know that you know not. I really dig certifying classes just because I I like awards and accolades. That's really it. And even if it's just a certify like I did something, I like that kind of proof. Even if it's just like a Sharpie. So you just want the piece of paper? I don't want just the piece of paper. <laughs> I take all my classes very seriously, girl. But, I, you know, it's still nice to have. It's just so I can show people like I know what I'm talking about kind of. Maybe. So. <laughs> Maybe. But I deal with it definitely a lot of seniors. It's probably 90% of my clientele. Yeah, no, that's your that's your brand. Yeah. 
Your brand is definitely seniors. I recommend seniors too all the time. So then the next class I'm going to take is the salon sanitation certificate certificate class. Karina slam worthy. That's a stam worthy. Stam worthy. Sorry, my bad. That's an awesome name. Learn how to clean like a microbiologist. Karina will teach you sanitation techniques used in the laboratory that she has incorporated into her regular salon practices. This class will cover how to disinfect everything in your salon using both chemical and mechanical methods, as well as an overview of common pathogens that cause problem in the industry. A certificate will be mailed after the completion of this two hour course. Now I saw a viral video of hers go around a couple years ago that Vanessa actually showed me and I had watched it a couple of times, but I really did implement that practice of sanitizing um, our uh, mixed bottles. And in the corporate, when I came into the corporate salon a couple months ago, you know, we were our, everybody was always bitching about the shampoos, blah, blah, blah. And they were saying that they were getting rashes on their stomachs and on their arms and stuff. And I was like, you need to disinfect your bottles properly. Yeah. And then they, we do, and rashes are gone. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. I, I was like, you don't even really have to do anything extra either. Yeah, so no. All she said in the video was, like, you could do a dash of bleach in each bottle if you want to. Or yeah. just super fucking hot water. Yeah. It's really easy. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it wasn't, it wasn't, you know, either... The chemical disinfectant that they have wasn't being used strongly enough or it's just the bottles were being reused and or sat out for too long. Yeah. That's all it was. And then you're not cleaning them properly afterwards. Now it's just like, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so I, I clean is cool. <laughs> cleaning is cool I'm pretty sure I'm going to take more classes I haven't decided but those are the two that I'm focusing on right now and I just kind of want to get a feel for really like because at Super Zoo there's always like demos all over the place yeah and so I don't know how it's going to be at a Pasadena yeah if there's going to be a lot of demos but then I also kind of want to watch the shows, too. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of just got stuck. Yeah, um, no, I'm really tired, too. Um, No, yeah, that's why I'm only taking two classes, too. There was one that I wanted to do, uh, but it was the first day. And it's an all-day class. And I was like, well, that doesn't really work out for this awesome plan that we have. <laughs> um, so I couldn't do it, but... I do like the fact that you can do an all-day class if you want so to. So Thursday is just like classes, and then the first day is Friday. Yeah, the first day is Friday, and they're all-day classes except for the evening portion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a boot camp, um, like something business boot camp I wanted to do. Yeah. And it's literally all day. You get two hours That's of crazy. free time. That's crazy. And then it's all day. Yeah. And I was like, Wow. <laughs> Wow. Wow. And then there were some mobile classes that I wanted to take, but I decided against it um, because I... You am, always get disappointed of them? I kind of do. <laughs> <laughs> um, but because I'm going to be possibly 
doing something with my business. So I was kind of like, you know what? Let's just wait and see how that works. Yeah. And I'll give more detail on that later if it happens. But I'm pretty sure it will. Yeah. But, um, let's see. So it's really cool. Sorry. <laughs> this really cool thing that we're going to be doing. This really cool thing. <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> Is we're going to be giving away a grab bag and a t-shirt on the first day of the convention. Now, we don't have any affiliations with any grooming uh, no. supply companies. So there's not going to be anything grooming in this bag. But it's going <laughs> to be um, what we feel Let's like. Let's just say it's a safety kit for a Survival convention. kit. A survival kit. It's a survival bag. Our version of a survival <laughs> bag for a convention. <laughs> and if you listen to this podcast... Then you will know possibly what would be in this bag. Because, <laughs> because we have talked about how we roll at conventions or at Super Zoo, I should say. So don't be surprised if you see those things in your bag that we do to survive at conventions. So, how do we get this? Wonderful giveaway. So grab how bag. do you get this grab bag? Survival bag. The survival bag. So what you do, it's pretty simple. Pretty simple. All you have to do is just find us. We'll be Instagram living. You know, be like, oh, we're over here. Ooh, we're over here. Hey. You know, or updating our Facebook obnoxiously. And if you're following or you just happen to fucking see our beautiful faces, just come over and say hello and be like, I am a listener of Shit on the Table and take a picture with us, tag Shit on the Table on Facebook and Instagram and the grab bag and t-shirt are all yours. You have to be the first one, though. You have to be the first one. Yeah. The very first person to say hello. Yeah. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. That sounds cool. It sounds fun. We're super excited. I mean, I personally have, I don't know, like, will I be sad if nobody comes and says hi to us? I might cry in the bathroom a little bit. Yeah, but you also get anxiety meeting new people anyway. I do. So it's going to be awkward no matter what. It's going to be great. It's going to be horribly <laughs> great. And let me just put this out there. I am... Uh, what would you say? She gives off a vibe. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do. Like, I just have social anxiety, so I come off like a bitch. But I'm not a bitch. Vanessa's the one that vibes with everyone first. And I'm just kind of off in the corner being like, who are you? And then I see that Vanessa's okay with you, so then I kind of become okay with you. It's very much dog park dynamic. <laughs> <laughs> so. So we all know the rules. <laughs> right, 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 right. You guys sniff asses first, and then maybe I'll sniff yours. That's kind of how it works. Yeah. But yeah, I'm so excited for Pasadena. Super excited. It's going to be a good time. I will... 
Maybe we'll just start drinking, and then I'll be friends with everybody. Oh, that's how it always is, though, right? Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. It's really true. Drunk finesse is the best finesse, that's what I've been told. (laughs) (laughs) Sober Vanessa is to be desired. (laughs) So, yeah. So we went over our classes. We went over this really cool grab bag. And we're not going to go, like, cheap either. We got a pretty cute tote. It's like a yeah. tote bag. It's not a plastic grocery bag. So that here. way you can actually put your samples after you've dug through yeah. the business that is in there in the survival kit. <laughs> um, you can put all your cool giveaways and purchases and stuff. Yeah. 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 What I do is I like to take all my, like, grab bags that I get from um, companies I use them throughout the year um, for grocery bags. Yeah. So, like, I have a shit ton of these bags that I've held on to throughout the years. I don't even have plastic bags. I hardly get plastic bags anymore. I know. You have so many of those bags that you gave me all the bags from SuperZoo. And I'm like, what do you... You're like, I don't keep the bags anymore. (laughs) I had so many, but I'm going to keep them all this year. I don't know what happened to all of my bags. They tear... They, they no, they so were in beautiful condition. I just lost them. I don't know how I lose something that literally goes from my truck to my house with food in it. Maybe you threw them out by accident. No. I don't know. I don't know how you do it either. I don't know. We're moving soon. I don't know. So we've decided we're keeping up our Christmas tree <laughs> until we get a house. <laughs> and then we might just shove it in there and then just keep it up throughout the rest of the year. That's how busy. And then when I am have time to do anything, I have no desire to do anything. My good friends in California, they put up their Christmas tree. If the husband, he's so funny. He loves Christmas. He loves everything about Christmas. He loves the whole season. He loves everything about Christmas. If he could have his Christmas tree and all his Christmas decorations up for the whole year, he Mm -hmm. would. Oh, I had a but client he, like that. He puts them up in October. It's beautiful. <laughs> he loves it. <laughs> I had a client like that. I walked into her house. It was Christmas Wonderland. Dude, it was summer. Yeah. Christmas Wonderland in the summer. I was like, she's like, oh, yeah, I keep my decorations up 365 days out of the year. <laughs> I was like, Whoa. But it's kind of cool. I'm kind of jealous. <laughs> I did not have, like, I feel like we're lacking here. I didn't really have a very eventful work life. Well, I didn't either because I was dead to the world. So. Yeah. And we already talked about our excitement. Mm-hmm. So let's get into a couple questions. Oh, yeah. I forgot we had those. I forgot. Okay. So, we have a question. I don't know if we should... Should we say her name? Does it say we can't? No. Her name's Kelly. What's up, Kelly? So, it says, I'll try to keep it short. Ha, ha, ha. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Oh, my God. (laughs) Um, I've had your podcast on all day. I absolutely love it. But I gotta say, the 1099 W2 part, definitely handy attention, right? Meow. 
I work at slash for a vet parenthesis small business family owned parenthesis period. I am an independent contractor or I make 55% commission. I pay for all my equipment, shampoos, products, ETC. I am paid every Friday by a written check, parenthesis, old-fashioned, I guess, since it's not some printed thing like most businesses, parenthesis, period. Ooh, okay. <laughs> I work Monday through Saturday, grooming three to ten dogs slash cats per day. I have an assistant. I pay him twelve twenty-five hourly. No. 75% comes out of my pay. Uh, my boss, parenthesis, my boss, the vet, pays him like he pays me with a written check, parenthesis. That probably sounds confusing. Anyway, I do the whole quarterly taxes thing. It sucks. Uh, and my assistant also does his that way. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Our boss does not take the taxes out of our pay. Yippee! Oh, and I also pay my boss $25 weekly for insurance. Oh, my God! <laughs> and I do have a traditional IRA with an account handed down from my grandmother. Still confused? Me too. I guess what I'm trying to say is, am I screwing myself here? Mm. Uh. <laughs> is there more that I can be doing? I've been with this vet for seven years. I've been grooming for 13 years. I have made only two price jumps since I've been there. I've got great clientele. And perhaps I'm trailing off here, but damn, living is hard as fuck. Oh my god. I own a house. All these damn bills to pay, a daughter to raise. I'm having trouble keeping up. What can I change? Okay, so here, let me see this really quick. <laughs> There's so many things, Kelly. All right, so everything about this is completely illegal. It is bullshit. Mm -hmm. What he's been getting away with is, is like murder. You're yeah. being murdered. Now, if you want to keep it, okay. I honestly think a vet setup. Or, it can be legal. It can be legal. It can for be very legal. But for ten ninety nine. Doing that. Yeah. Way. So let's say you wanted to stay ten ninety nine. This is where you go into his office and you negotiate a contract of rent. Mm -hmm. Now, if you're providing all of your grooming equipment, everything, he does not. He is not a business partner. No, no, no. Yeah, he's not a business partner. You are providing everything. You create your own hours as well. Yeah, you create your own hours. You your run own that prices. thing like a business. Yeah, if you're paying your own taxes and you're paying, you know, you are essentially paying your insurance too because you're giving him $25 for the insurance. Everything sounds like it could be legal if you changed whose money the hands were transferring to. Yeah. And... You started paying your own insurance, and the insurance is in his, it is in his name. And then you create your prices to where you can afford an assistant. Basically, you need to just run the business as your own, and you are paying your landlord, who happens to be a vet, money. Yeah. I he would, doesn't pay you commission whatsoever. Yeah, 55% commission sounds... 
If you're a 1099, sounds stupid. Okay, so <laughs> this whole yeah. thing sounds horrible. Oh, it's awful. It is so awful. He's, you need to be in his office negotiating and saying you either should be W two, and he takes care of everything else. If he, he says fine, I'll make you W two. Do not pay for that bather. He needs to pay for that bather. Yeah. He needs to pay the bather W two as well because then you're both employees, and that's when you say okay. You also don't have to pay for your you supplies. Don't. Exactly. Your supplies are paid for by him, which that means he can buy whatever the fuck he wants yeah. and you have to use it. Yeah. But so it's kind of like what route you want to take, what route you want to take. But him getting paid rent isn't it's not enticing to a lot of people because him making 55 percent or 45 percent off of you is way better than just rent because rent doesn't go up or down like commission does. Yeah. But the whole thing is just bad. Yeah, you're getting so screwed. It's you're getting so screwed. He is benefiting off of you so much. Okay, you just bought his new Mercedes. I'm so confused. You're paying him twelve twenty five an hour to- and then 75% comes out of your paycheck to pay him. So are you also is like that's a little confusing to me. Are you paying him twelve twenty five and then on top of it, seventy five percent of your paycheck is coming out to go to this bather? Or is the seventy five percent equating twelve twenty five an hour? Don't be paying for other people. No. You don't pay for other people. No. You pay other people when you have employees. But yeah. you don't pay four people. No. You don't work to pay four people. No. <laughs> okay. That's just, it doesn't work that way. No. Unless you're running it as a complete business. And you are still paying you somebody. State business license. If you need a county license, then you need that to work in the county that you're working in. And you have your tax. The quarter you're already paying the quarterly taxes. Honestly, no, what's that thing? I have it. Whatever you need your LLC in your county thing, and then, then you're a business. Well, she's already she's already paying her quarterly taxes, so she's already yeah. But you can pay quarterly taxes yeah without having having a, a business yeah, because yeah, you're yeah. a 1099 yeah. Which 1099 like a 1099 can work in this situation because. She's providing a service that he is not. Yes. Yes. So. So you can still. You could probably get away without a business license. But you want one because you want to be an LLC that separates you from your business so that if something were to happen, you don't get sued personally. Your business gets sued. Yeah. So to me, an LLC in the grooming industry is a must have. And it, you're already paying the taxes. You're already paying insurance. You're already paying for a bather. You just need to take which twenty five bucks a month for insurance is amazing, right? I mean, you can still negotiate and see if you can keep that going. You know, uh, <clears throat> just having. It. I would personally want to have my own insurance because then you're kind of at his whim of what his insurance will cover, and I'd rather just have my own insurance because then I can negotiate on my own terms. I guess you're right. But yeah, you need to be in his office. Being Everything like, needs to just be fucking flipped. For sure. You're getting screwed so hard. Yeah. Flip it, girl. Go in there and be like, I will pay you rent. Meet uh, in the middle, I guess. 
Yeah, negotiate what your what the rent would be, and then take the hit for the beginning couple months, and just get all your licensing and uh, yeah, get it taken care of, and then you know what you. If you're going to be open the same hours that the vets open, that's peachy. That's great. Yeah. You can still do that. And then just make sure the phone calls are going to you. Yeah. The money is going to you. The appointments are made by you and the prices are made by you. Mm-hmm. And then you can, <clears throat> you know, negotiate, um, you know, how, yeah, that's it. He doesn't pay you unless you're doing like sedated dogs where he has to pay you out of his business. Yeah. That's fine. But that's. The only check he should be giving you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <clears throat> if you're doing sedated animals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, y- you shouldn't be paying for his Mercedes. No. For fucking sure. Yeah. Yeah, this whole thing's just bad. Oh, yeah. And then... <sighs> it's kind of cool about the IRA, though. But she got that from her grandma. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Yeah. So you're a responsible woman. Yeah. I mean, we all don't know these things. Like, I thought 1099 was legal for a long time, too. I didn't think anything of it. And then I started doing research, and I joined a group for groomers. And they were like, no. (laughs) And I was like, what the fuck? Well, the most disheartening thing about 1099 is the fact that you are not protected. No, you're not. You're not protected under a workman's comp. And... Those things are so necessary. I mean, if you're going to be your own boss, that's the risk that you take. But if you're working for somebody and you're taking a check from somebody and you're not protected, they don't care about you. They don't care about you enough to protect you. The only thing that they care about is tax evasion. (laughs) 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 That's exactly what it is. They don't... It's so sad because you see... Groomers who get bit in the face, you get... There was one groomer, she was like, I can't use my hand anymore, so she's out of work. Like, she's out of a fucking career. Not just, like, for a couple weeks. You know what I mean? Yeah. She lost mobility in her hand from a fucking dog bite. Yeah. Like, was she covered under workman's comp? You know what I mean? Like, Yeah. It's just so disheartening to see that and they're like well I was 1099 and it's like ah 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 you also get no unemployment as well yeah you're not yeah that's what happened of a job you ain't get nothing yeah there's a girl who uh in town locally she's trying to say that she wanted me to say that she worked for me and I told her, oh, I can't do that. Was she was recent? No, no, it was a couple years ago. But she was uh, working at a shop that's 1099. And she had broke her arm. Not at, not at her work. She broke her arm at home. Like, she just fell down and it, it, she fractured. But she couldn't work. So she her employment was technically suspended. But because she was 1099, she couldn't file for unemployment. So she wanted to say, you know, hey, can I say that I worked for you for a little bit? I'm like, sorry, sweetheart. Because if they go back and look like I haven't paid any taxes on you. Like, I could get in trouble. I'm like, I'm not about that life. And I was like, she's like, well, okay. (laughs) And I felt for her because it's like, you're put in these desperate situations to kind of like figure out the system to work for you. Yeah. But it shouldn't be that way. If you're employed by somebody, you need to be W-2. Yeah. If you are going to do this out on your own, understand the risks of being a 1099 and make sure that you are taking all profit 
you know, because mm-hmm. you can rent spaces. This is a perfect situation. Yeah, to why rent not? In. Do you want? You don't want a big ass salon. You want a little cute little thing yeah. in, in a vet's office. That's perfect. This would be a perfect setup. You have your own space. You rent it out. Yeah. You have your own salon. You have oh, your and clients. before you before you go to him with this proposal, do your research. Figure out how much small places go for. You know, don't just go in there and be like, well, I want to rent because then he and let him figure it out. But go in there with a low number and have a number you're willing to settle on. Negotiate. Yeah. You know, it's okay to like, it's okay to lowball because when you're lowballing, you're going in with the mindset of negotiating that number to where number you're satisfied with. And I'm pretty good at negotiating. I'm awful at negotiating. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to make good. sure I bring you everywhere I go. Uh, don't bring me to a car place because then I freeze up. But negotiating, like, lowball. I just tried to sell my car the other um, one day because it broke down. And I had a handshake deal. And the guy fucking blew me off. But the car is not worth what I was like. I highballed him. I was like, 600 bucks. It's a piece of shit car. And he was like, $600? He's like, I'll give you 250 And I was like, mm, I'll do five. And he was like, mm, what about three? No, wait, I said four. And then he's like, well, and I was like, 350 And he's like, okay. And then he came back, well, if you hold it for me. And I was like, then it's 400 And he was like, okay. So I got a handshake deal for $400 for this piece of car, piece of shit car. And then he never wanted to come pick it up. So I was like, eh, fucker. I did all that negotiating for nothing. <laughs> but go in there low and negotiate. Yeah. And have a number that you're not willing to budge on. And you'd be surprised because is he willing to lose revenue? He's not. And that's why he's going to... Take the number that you're okay with leaving the room at. Yeah. And if he's like, well, I'll get rid of you and I'll replace you. Just be like, listen, what you're doing is not legal. It is, you have to, you might have to say some big words and some in a threatening tone. (laughs) Like it kind of looks like you're evading taxes and it looks like I'm misclassified. I should be an employee. You could definitely do it without having to go that route. You, I think yeah. you can go in there with a solid business plan because if he's a vet, he runs his own business, he might be a little business savvy. So you go in there with a good business it plan. It looks like the vets... We hear these stories a lot where the vets have a room in the back and then they're paying ten ninety nine. I don't think they're very business savvy. I, th- um, I think they're I vets. I think they take and their... Just blatantly doing tax evasion. I don't. I don't want to say that they do, do. but money hungry vets. I want to say <laughs> that they're vets, and then they're like, "Oh yeah, we built out a space in the back so that well, we you can know make- your dude better than we do." Just yeah. go in there and be like, "This is the offer that's on the table. Do you want to lose your client? Like, you're still going to be getting money and." <sighs> Just, I would, what I would do if you really, really want to stay there is find out how, like, do your research. How much are these spaces are going for? Or how much uh, per, how much dollars per square foot 
you in know, your lo- is, in your area in your area are going for and maybe pad it a little bit for them. make it enticing you know you don't want to just be like okay well this is what it's going for so i'm just going to strictly stick to that maybe put a couple more cents on there make it look a little good for him and but nothing that's going to break your bank yeah and then lowball okay so you have that number in your head of the like money per square foot pad it a little bit Go in there, lowball the fuck out of him, and then have the number that you're willing to settle on in your head. Yeah. And get it there. Yeah. Because he's going to be like, he's going to highball it, and then you just keep playing hockey, table hockey, with your words, with numbers. It's so fun. Yeah. So, yeah, I, you know what? If I hope this all works out well for you, um, I or would like just keep doing what you're doing. If if that's what you, <laughs> if, you if that's what you feel like it, but you are but definitely it's not right. You are definitely getting screwed. You are getting the short end of the stick, and he is taking too much from your pocket. For fucking, you're shit. not. I wish you threw in some numbers in here. I want to see. I definitely want to see what you're like fucking making at the end of the week. Yeah, because honestly, you're, what you're charging. These are services, guys. You're you're not you're not. These are services. Yeah. People can't take that much off your damn labor. <laughs> I know. Shit. Mm. I'm pretty sure I can't charge my plumber forty five percent. Right? Here, you do all this I'm work. I'm only giving you 55%. Right? You do all this You're work. You're in my and, house. And fix, bring all the supplies, Mr. Plumber. Bring all the supplies. Bring your own tools. Fix it up for me. And I'm only going to pay you 55% of what you want. And I'm going to keep the other 45 How about exactly. that? I, You're still in my house. So You're like, still I'm, in my house. So... I mean, does, how does that make sense? Right? It doesn't. No, it doesn't. That plumber guy would look at you and be like, that's theft of service. I'm calling the cops. Right? <laughs> right? Like, get out of here. Like, we wouldn't allow our clients to do that to us. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course not. They so need to pay full price. Why should we let bosses do that? Yeah. Or just leave. Find another job. Find a W two job, which are hard. It are it is hard. It was it was interesting because I was talking to one of the girls I was working with, and she doesn't want to leave where she's at because she just got bumped up to fifty five percent. It's a corporate environment, so they can do that, and um, it's because of the amount of rev- the amount of money that she brings in because she was like one of two groomers there, and she's a power groomer, so. But, you know, I told her, I was like, well, 35% of, like, an $85 groom is going to be a lot more than 55% of a $47 groom. So. Yeah. Isn't it? I don't know. I, I don't can't do know. math right now. It's 10 o'clock. Honestly, what o'clock. you just said, just like. <laughs> anyway, yeah, it averages out to be higher if you are if you have a higher price point. And 55% is just, it, it's honestly, they're just trying to keep you there. At that point, they want you to suffer for more money. Sometimes yeah. we do. Okay, so let's get into stories. Um, do you guys remember Lindsay Lee? She had a really long story about kind of a back and forth with two shops um, that she worked oh. at in Florida, right? I don't remember the state. I'm pretty sure it was Florida. 
either way, that she had um, a business owner who kind of was being a pain in her ass and was just like using and abusing her. And then when she finally had it enough and she, her and her group, because she was managing the salon, her and her bathers and the employees were willing to go to a new business. That was like a couple doors down or something. Yeah, like so they were willing to relocate together because the owner was being kind of a pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. And then they found out that the owner was selling and well, who they were selling to was an ideal boss. Mm-hmm. So they were excited to then stay. And then that's where we had left off with Lindsay. No, and they remember the, they were going to be going a couple doors down to non-groomer owners yeah. at the daycare. But that was shady. And it was sounded great at first. And yeah. the first email was all butterflies and flowers. And then the second email was like, oh my god, they want us to use natural products and this and that. Yada, yada, yada. So it's, it, yeah, they wanted to avoid that headache. Mm-hmm. So then they decided to stay because the new lady was like some... A groomer. Renowned From the groomer UK. Who wanted to do right by the groomers. Yeah, for sure. So now we have an update. And we have, hey, it's Lindsay. Remember the whole mess before the new year with my old shop owner being shady and the new shop owner being awesome and a big shop opening with live feed cameras. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's well, right. yeah, that was weird, right? Yeah. Well, take a sip, take a pee break and take a seat. The new shop owner that I love to work for can't buy the business. Lots of legal nonsense. Basically, the lease isn't long enough on the building for her overseas visa to be approved. We're still buddy-buddy chit-chatting every day, but her owning isn't happening. That's that super sucks. sucks. Well, I have my own thoughts on, like, foreign investors. Just because I live in Las Vegas and sometimes foreign investors screw us over. <laughs> like, it just artificially inflate our system. But that's just, that's not, that's besides the point. She seems like a wonderful person. So, uh, anyway, continuing on. Big shop next door that we were going to, but decline, got bad vibes from, uh, from the get-go. I'm having clients come in saying they're rude. They're glad I never went there. Turns out they stole their uh, they stole their ideas and business model and attempted to steal clients from another business nearby. The old shop owner is being extra shady and had yet to offer me for me to buy the shop. So I bucked up and made her an offer, an owner finance offer, but she had that in that as an option of the sale anyways. She kept saying how she only wants me to own it. She doesn't want anyone else to own it. She wants me <clears throat> to see me succeed and that I deserve so much and I deserve to own the shop and yada, yada, yada. Question. If she really wants me to own it, then why the ever-loving flying fuck is she considering other options? She said herself my offer was fair, my offer is generous for what the business makes in a year. You want numbers? 27, 2017 profit, 5.5 thousand. 2018 profit, 6.7 thousand. 2019 profit, 8.9 thousand. For non grimmer owned shop, even that's crap. It was priced at 20, 42 thousand if owned by a groomer. 
I offered 50 fucking thousand. What? Because I know it's worth it. I know as a groomer, I can make hella profit off of it because I make hella profit not owning it. So I gave her a time frame to either sell to me or find a new buyer 60 days. Sell it to me or I'm gone in 60 days. Unless you find a buyer sooner, then I'm gone sooner. Who else is pissed off that people with no grooming skills or knowledge own the shops? Because this bitch right here, <laughs> this bitch right here is. P.S. I also love Baby Yoda. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, if you're going to be, I don't even know why you're being so generous. I don't know why she's just holding on to it. I'd fucking walk. I'm going to buy, you know, but so I was at a gas station and this lady was fucking loudly talking on her cell phone on the pump on the other side of mine. And I had my trailer with me. I had just gotten there to fill up my gin. And she's like, oh, honey, 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 there's a mobile grooming trailer, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, you know, she's like, excuse me. And I was like, yeah. And she's like, I've been, you know, me and my husband have been thinking about getting into the animal industry. And I was like, she's like, we've been wanting to, you know, open up some, some van, like a mobile grooming type thing, like, like you. And I was like, do you groom? And she's like, no, 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 but we would hire groomers. And I was like, I don't recommend that. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, you need to know what you're doing in the industry. Yeah. I'm like, this is not just fucking a willy-nilly. Yeah. This is not willy-nilly. This is a $7.8 billion industry. Mm-hmm. Or is it? It's something in the billions, and it continues to grow. Yes. During the recession, the well, last recession, the pet industry was one of the only other industries that had continued to grow. Yeah. And it continues to flourish. Yeah. And it's and it's growing organically by I don't want to say that it's you can just see a shift in the past, I wanna say 10, 10, 20 years. You're starting to see a shift where it's not big corporation based. I mean, there are small corporations or small businesses turning into bigger corporations, which is really beautiful to see. But you're also not seeing it's not Nestle running the joint. It's not yeah. just like one company running a, a you know, monopolizing Actually, the whole thing. Yes you know? and no. Yes and no. Um, do you have you ever heard of Dr. Becker? She's a vet. Your cat's yelling at me. I know. <clears throat> yeah. Um, she does Planet Paws or Paw Planets or something uh-huh. like that. And she had did like a little video with this guy. I don't remember the guy. It's her like business partner or partner or crime, whatever. And they were saying that I believe Mars and Nestle and there was another big corporation that have actually bought out veterinarian hospitals. Yeah. Who own dog food companies. Yes. Yes. And that's why they push certain brands and they teach their agenda. So it is part of the animal industry is owned by big corporations. Yeah. But what I'm saying is that it's starting to shift more towards people are waiting for that check. Everybody's going to sell at some point. You, if I build some sort of brand and somebody is coming in and saying, I will give you an heard of amount of money I'm probably gonna sell it okay really? I don't think I would <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry but like you don't want to you don't want to sit like Bill Gates and just sit down and How just great like is my business doing like could I get there like what's this hypothetical 
<laughs> okay, so... Like, and, how good am I doing for the animal industry? Well, listen, until that point, until there's that many fucking zeros, I won't sell out, but my point is, is that... Are you going to sell shit on the table? Like, if we do that good, are you going to fucking sell me out? <laughs> oh my god where was i going now anyway, i have anxiety so <laughs> so this industry is growing at a steady pace um and yes there are huge 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 businesses and corporations that are you know filling uh, you know most of that gap but there's also small businesses that are growing and we as small business owners are fueling that. So when people go into this industry not knowing what they're doing. Fuck it up for everybody else. They do fuck it up. But it's really, <laughs> if you notice, it's really hard to get into this industry without, you know, doing your research. Mm-hmm. And it can, it shows even locally. Even locally, we have groomers that may be out of touch with like our culture around Las Vegas. And, you know, there's also very ambitious groomers who are very knowledgeable in their field, but may not be like aware of just the, what's going on. And then there's people who don't know anything about it and just are like, I like dogs and I know how to groom my dog. So I'm going to open up or buy this grooming shop. So we have all these grooming shops popping up and then we have them. Some of them are ran by incredible groomers. Mm -hmm. But you hear constantly from certain shops that they're asking like it's every few months looking for a full time groomer, looking for a full time groomer, looking for a full time groomer. And then you have shops who haven't asked or did any shout outs or put any advertisement in for groomers because they are good. They have their groomers. They're building their own shop culture. And there are people who are, you know, knowledgeable in this industry mm-hmm. enough to know that if they can't do it with people, they can do it by themselves. Yeah. And <clears throat> so, yeah, those people who are not groomers who are or even just out of touch groomers like. You're going to have a hard time finding people. hmm Sorry. Like, I have no problem with people wanting to be in the animal industry. But, like, I don't... I don't know. Like, if Like, take a certain step. Take... Not... Yeah. Take a step in going to a... To some sort of class or maybe asking questions. Yeah. You know, going around educating yourself... Before you sign the lease on something. Make cookies. You know, like... Make cookies first. Educate yourself <laughs> first before you take that leap. Make some bows or some sweaters. <laughs> get get into the industry first before being in the industry. Does that make sense? Yeah. It makes sense. It does. It does. Because there are, like, I've no, I know... Two companies that I can think think off of hand. I think three. Two or three companies offhand that here in Vegas are owned by yeah, three that are owned by non groomers. And they're actually very successful. But those three people eh two. <laughs> Two people, I don't know if the other one's in the group or not, are in our local group. And I had spoken to one of them um, 
personally, and he had reached out to me uh, asking questions. Yeah. About being a, you know, a pet business owner. And he doesn't just do grooming. He's got um, a retail area, too. Yeah. So, you know, that worked. Like, that didn't offend me. You know what I mean? Like, like he was in the industry. Yeah, he, he took is- he took initiative. You know what I mean? So, like, to me and educate, him. Yeah, yeah, to educate himself. We chill. We chill. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he was like, hey, I want to do right by groomers. Can I ask you a question? And I was like, fuck yeah, bro. <laughs> Bring it to me. Like, what you got. That's illegal. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And he was like, oh, for shiz? I didn't even know. And I was like. For real, dude. Dog, dog, dog. That's not for me, dog. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting tired. Me too. You look like you're in crack. I am. I'm starting to get delirious. But yeah, so like I have no problem with non-business own like non-dog grooming business owners, but do it fucking right. I have worked for a shitty person that was a non-groomer. She was shitty. She was a horrible person. Wasn't she trying to sell her small salon for... For $112,000. That's one twelve with three zeros behind that comma. And Do you I know how much it sold for? 5000 Eight. 8000 yeah. It was around that number, yeah. 8000 And you know, the chick that's fucking running it now... She's doing a great job. Around. Yeah. Turned it around. She's a groomer. And she got a fucking steal on that thing. But you know what that bitch fucking was? She worked for Delta before she bought a salon. She just thought it was a good idea. Yeah. (laughs) She was a dumb bitch. Sorry. I fucking hated her. And you know what? She'd say the same thing about me. Yeah, probably. She fucking... You know what I had? Uh, you know what? I can't even say it. Nope, I'm gonna say it. She listened to fucking Christian rock all day. Sorry. <laughs> Not sorry. <laughs> it was miserable just being there. And she, you know what's funny? She was atheist. Yeah. So she was just weird. She was fucking weird. She was an atheist that loved Christian rock. I didn't hear any vocal talent. (laughs) Like, I don't get it. And then, so I put in my two weeks, and then she fucking fired me the same day. Yeah. And I was like, what? Like, what is what? Whatever, bitch. (laughs) And you know what? I had brought my own table. I brought all my own shit. I went into fucking debt. No, I spent my Seattle trip money to work there. And then she just expected me to fucking drag my shit out by myself. Yeah. Literally, I was in the middle of the street with my table. I had to have a client, a personal client of mine. I had dogs, my personal doggy clients, help me out. Like... I finished checking him out, and I was like, hey, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I was 
like, you oh, look like God. a very fit, virile young man. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Do you uh, mind helping me out drag some things out in the middle of the road? Did you still have the Oldsmobile or the Pontiac? No, my daddy had to come pick me up. Oh, you were <laughs> biking it. That's when you were biking it to work. Yep. I did not have a car. I was riding a bicycle. So I had to call my padre and be like, hey, dad. <laughs> I got fired. Can you help me out? I got fired. Can you come grab all my shit that's literally in the fucking parking lot? And come pick me up and take me home. <laughs> you come get me in my bicycle. It was so bad. But what sucks is I had to cancel the rest of my dogs. One of them, he's still a client of mine. I was like, hey, I don't want to be rude, but you have to come pick up your dog now. I'm like, I just got fired and I don't want to leave her there. You know, because I didn't trust those people. Yeah. You know, and I would have, I didn't want to leave my little Brooklyn by herself. You yeah. know what I mean? So I waited until he got there. He's like, yeah, I'll be there in five minutes. And he came and picked up his dog. And I was like, I am so sorry. And I was like, don't fucking pay. <laughs> and he's from Brooklyn. He's like, got you. <laughs> and he walked out. It was pretty legit. Yeah. But I was so fucking pissed. That's what you get for working with non-grooming owners. And then the other one, she just worked me to the bone. And then I almost died. So then I quit. I walked out that day. Oh, the mobile? Yeah. I said, I'm cleaning out my van. Your son can come fucking pick it up. It'll be out front in my house. Keys in the car. Yeah. They're still in business. They are. Her mom was the non-groomer. I don't know how she does it. I think she's got like 10... Something like that, vans. Yeah, but they're all shitty vans, obviously. Oh, my God. I actually got to talk to the guy that built them. You can't see my face, but it's bad. (laughs) He's embarrassed. I see the guy who said he'll build them as shitty or as nice as you want them. Yeah. Well, (laughs) is it it his problem? Right. Money's still green, I guess. That's very true. (laughs) Did you tell him to get an apprentice yet? No. He's so cute, too. Such a cute old man. Yeah. He's nice. (sighs) But, yeah. So, uh... Yeah. (laughs) Um, You'll be listening to us on your way to Pasadena. That's what's up. (laughs) I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. So excited. So, reiterate, reiterate. You gotta come, the first person who sees us on the first day, which, which is, is Friday. Friday the 22nd. Right? Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'm, I'm like, oh, who's gonna check the freaking calendar first? It is the 21st. Okay, so... So, Friday's the 21st. Friday the 21st, we'll probably live stream on Facebook and Instagram when we're, like, on our way. Um, just to give us... Yeah, we're walking. We're walking to the convention. Yeah. It's nine minutes away. I didn't say nothing. Yeah, you give me a look. No, 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 no. I'm just tired. (laughs) 
I'm fine with walking. Yeah, we gotta save that money. For sure. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I got such a small budget. Like, I'm crying about it, and, like, I'm trying to figure out. Well, I was thinking about meal prepping before going. So, like, because, oh, yeah, there's that dinner. Remember? We're going to the dinner. It's Saturday. No. (laughs) It's at Yard House. It's the mobile, mobile zone Grooming dinner. I okay, heard. well, nobody said that I have to eat. I can probably just drink. It's okay. a yard house. Okay, first of all, like I said, I have a budget, and it's really small. Well, literally, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm trying to, like, yeah, no, I have some sandwich make. I have, like, coolers and stuff like that. We can just, like, pack one full of ice and just, like, bring a bunch of food. Yeah, and then, really, I just want to, like, eat at yard house that one night. I don't want to eat in front of people. Why not? <laughs> because I just want to drink. Yard House has good crab rolls, though. Like the They have really good tacos and burgers. I You love Yard House. I do love Yard House. Last time we went to Yard House, we just had nachos. I always just get, whenever I go to those kind of places, just like an appetizer. Yeah. And booze. That's just like all I feel. Yeah. I might get one of their tacos. One time the, the, the waitress, she was so fucking bomb. She made a makeshift burger for me. Oh could never get it again because she made it special she was so cute too wasn't i there with you it was bunless right and it had the jam on it yeah yeah like it had like candied bacon on it oh man that's what it was it was yeah it was like candied bacon Bacon with like like, jam on it yeah sweet and savory and you were talking about this one burger and she was talking about another seasonal burger and and then then you're like can you do it bunless and then she's like yeah and then and then she's like, I'm just going to put it all together. I'm going to put candied bacon on it. Yeah. Like, yeah. She knew how to, she knew how to talk to me. <laughs> That's for sure. I remember that day. That was my birthday. Oh, yeah. We went for dinner. And all I remember is the burger. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Well, uh, that's Saturday night. That um, dinner is Saturday night. But keep an eye out on us um, for Friday. Yeah. And come say hi. The first person who says hello will get a grab bag and t-shirt. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. And take a picture. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. So We're um, done for today. So like, follow, subscribe. On. Share. Instagram and Facebook. Um, you can listen to us on Google Play, Spotify, iTunes, and Podbean, if so inclined. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See you next week, guys. Bye. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh my you god! Me. I'm sorry. <laughs> Cheers, Cheers.